Hey there, welcome to another episode of Care Package, where we bring you conversations about mental, sexual, and spiritual health. On today's episode, we discuss gender-based violence and femicide. We have a chat around the issues, share different forms of abuse, and delve into the hashtag not all men concept. Stay tuned. Right, my local politician, but he's probably taken the lead on defining rape in terms of words such as legitimacy. In fact... The following is a list of exact quotations taken from politicians in the United States of America. Rape victims should make the most of a bad situation. Rick Santorum, former presidential hopeful. Some girls rape easy. Roger Rivard, former Wisconsin congressman. Rape is like bad weather. If it's inevitable, you should relax and enjoy it. Clayton Williams, former contender for Texas governor. See, this disease has reached the top of our nation's leadership to the point of being endemic. But even without a medical degree, I've got a four-step regimen that's sure to end it. Number one, remember rape is not about sex. It's about power and privilege. And if you don't believe me, take a detour into our nation's prison systems. Number two, don't teach women self-defense, modest dress, or other ways to avoid being raped initially. Instead, why not foster a culture that teaches men not to rape indiscriminately? Number three, the case makes it to court i've got advice for those on the bench perceptions of character are not as important as evidence and number four if a person is raped look for the rapist and not the reason that one shouldn't have to rhyme wow i love that piece hey it it made me angry because so it's titled the i'm sorry poem so sadly Mm. we couldn't play the whole thing but she starts off by apologizing. Um, and it's just like so many of us have had to apologize just for being females. And then she goes into the um, four steps. And the one that really, like, it irks me when I see people doing this. She's like, uh, we must stop telling women how to avoid being raped. That's, mm. that's not the problem. That's not I the agree with that. Yeah. No, the piece was very was very touching. It said also that all the people she was quoting were, you know, leaders in one way or another. So they have a following of some sort. Yeah. And you see it even in the essay. I mean, our leaders are silent now. Like, they go <laughs> I mean, to the funerals, but, we, you know. We elected an entire president after he got accused of rape. Jacob Zuma was accused of rape when he was elected as the pre- president of the ANC. And that never did anything negative for his career. Goes to show how, you know, certain things are more important than others, according to society. And clearly you know, we, aren't, we aren't at the f- top of the food chain, I guess. No, they don't value women lives. They don't value the life of a woman at all. Um, welcome to this week's episode of Care Package. Uh, this week we're trying to have a conversation about femicide and um, just everything and anything around gender-based violence. Um, Care Package is obviously hosted by your girl, Konzo, and... Kanye. Yeah. So we're going to start off with our check-in moment uh, before we go into the actual conversation. Kanye, what did you uh, win at this this week? What was your winning? Honestly, there was no winning moment. It's just- <laughs> It's been a rough week, emotionally, mentally, physically. Like, it's just it's just been a rough week, eh? And it's a very heavy week. 
I didn't mean to laugh, but I laughed because I also have the same thing down. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's the only reason I laughed because I was just like, oh, God. <laughs> okay, do I have to find a winning because you didn't find one. But yeah, no, there was no win. Um, the week was quite shitty. It was quite long. I'm just glad I made it to the end. Um, and what was the learning? Did you learn anything this week? That we are on our own. Oh. Honestly, no true so I had written that I learned nothing either. It's just been an emotionally heavy week. But then I thought about it and I was like, actually, that, like, woman, we are on our own. Like, these men don't care. Like, I ain't got money. Oh, so, yeah. No, definitely. Um, no trial words have been spoken. So, um, as Konzo said, today we're talking about femicide and gender-based violence. And we'll also be tackling um, the popular hashtag, not all men. Um, so I'm going to start off with like forms of abuse, which we think you should know, um, or like clarify forms of abuse, basically. So the first one we have is physical abuse. So this is the most common or the type of abuse that many people think of when they hear the word abuse. So Mm -hmm. normally punching, hitting, slapping, strangling, physically restraining a person, a partner against their will. Um, it can also include invading someone's physical space when they didn't want you to well invading already makes the notion that you didn't want them to um or in any other way making someone feel unsafe wow okay so basically most of the gender-based violence that we talk about kind of lingers on that because most of the time they kill the people and that has to be a form of abuse as well a form of physical abuse as well and the things we just go through daily like um Men are always invading our spaces from, I mean, I went shopping this weekend, well, this weekend, I think I told you this, I was wearing a mask. I'm not saying if I wasn't wearing a mask, it still justifies it. But like, there was a guy, yeah, yeah, he then like tried invading my space and I kept moving away and I was just like, well, firstly, there's a virus going on. But Mm -hmm. that's not even like the biggest problem. The problem is like, you are into my space trying to make me entertain you, but like, it's not okay. Not at all. Not at all. Okay, then another type of abuse that we have is um, sexual abuse. Um, That's sexual behavior or sexual acts that is forced upon another person without their consent. So sexual abuse will range from sexual assault, um, rape, and and anything in that that space. So it it has to do with sexual acts that are, are forced upon somebody else without that person's consent. Yeah. This one, this one is it's very triggering, but I see it. Yeah. So um, another one is emotional abuse. Uh, so emotional abuse is also a bit tricky because the signs of physical abuse are very easily noticeable to like a friend or a family member um, because they always hit you. But sometimes they don't hit you in like visible places, but like you can prove that you've been hitting. Well, wow, was I hitting? So you can prove that you've been hit. <laughs> Um, that was a bad one so the effects of verbal or emotional abuse are harder to spot and a bit harder to prove and emotional scars can take longer so this is things like name calling insulting blaming the partner for everything intimidation shaming isolation controlling what the partner does or where the partner goes um stalking which is one i've experienced and um yeah so you know this I think we've talked about this. You know, um, 
So where I work, there's construction workers. So when my Uber drops me off, it normally drops me off a bit further. So I need to walk. But I had this thing where the construction workers would then like catcall. And that's a form of emotional yeah. abuse. Yeah. Know. Most girls have gone through it. We all fear construction workers. Like, no, definitely. They have a reputation. <laughs> a horrible one at that. Um, another one very similar to um, emotional abuse is mental abuse. And just like emotional, it's a little bit more difficult also to kind of ascertain if that's even the word for it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's harder yeah. to pinpoint. And it's a form of abuse where the person um, is subjecting or exposing another person to behavior that may result in psychological trauma, um, anxiety, chronic depression, post-traumatic stress disorder and that kind of thing. A good example of uh, mental abuse is gaslighting. And that's a term that has gotten very famous um, these days. You know, we're all talking about people gaslighting you. Um, but where it actually comes from, it comes from an old movie that was like shot in 1944 or something. But um, the movie, literally the term gaslighting itself means somebody manipulating you by psychological means into doubting your own sanity. And the movie... Gaslight was the title of the movie. Um, it depicts a man who's manipulating his wife to a point where she thinks she's losing her mind. And so essentially the abuser uses persistent denial, misdirection, contradiction, and lying to make the victim feel unsure of how they, you know, of their own sanity, of how they're viewing the world and 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 everything in it. So they make use of this tactic to make the victim feel that they're imagining things. Um, and then by so doing, they can start making you feel like you're imagining all the other forms of abuse that they're doing to you. So, like, uh, uh, somebody can make you imagine the emotional abuse that they are um, imposing upon you. Also, to add on to this, like, concept of um, mental abuse, a part of it is also the concept of making you think you deserved it or you did something wrong or you earned the abuse, which I think most of the abuse... Um, forms feed into so like if he hits you then he's like the next day yeah but you you forced me into that so that's that whole thing of making you imagine of making you feel like you're imagining the abuse so then it becomes your fault like they didn't really abuse you you just kind of deserved it it was a consequence of your own actions yeah like you did it um i think also in speaking about forms of abuse then maybe we need to highlight femicide um which we obviously did say is part of this episode because it's happening so much. Um, and I actually once had a discussion with someone and they were like, no, but femicide has always been a thing. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, fair. Maybe just people in the past weren't speaking about it as much as they yes. are now. But also it's just gotten more brutal. Like, I, I think it's not necessarily that it's more brutal. I think the, the, th- the thing is that we're speaking about it more and because of social media, we are able to to hear of as many cases as possible. But even with social media now, you realize that some people do die, but if you, and it may be posted on social media, but if you never make it as a hashtag, then people don't ever know your story. I fully get that. But I just think there's like, in as much as we're saying in the past, it used to happen and there wasn't social media so people didn't know about it. True. But it's just, like this is not normal. Like every day on the timeline, there's someone missing. There's someone. This I just I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's something in the water. I don't know. Like I mean, ugh, maybe it's a stupid. But African men are just cruel. Yeah. 
their level of violence is it it honestly just it's so gruesome it's so cruel it's so mean it's so inhumane it's just like anyway it's yeah so femicide is defined as um, a sex-based hate crime term so the intentional killing of normally well in our case as we're going to say women or girls because they are females this is according to like the definition so the Mm -hmm. un office on drugs and crime says there's no commonly agreed on definition of what constitutes femicide however there's gender related killing of women and girls um and it's basically a hate crime that is perpetrated by men simply because of the gender roles assigned to women. Um, and I think the fact that it's intentional killing of women yep. or girls, just ugh. like, so we did nothing except be born with like yeah. how we were born or like how we, yeah. or how we identify because yes. I mean, we may be born female, but we choose to be women and that's what you die for. So you didn't do anything um, other than be a woman and I actually so I read an article on BBC about um, so this lady forgot the, the the author or writer but we'll post it on that description she was saying we're trying to explain why she thinks women are more likely to experience domestic violence than men oh wow what did she say and she said that it's the behaviors that we encourage in little boys and little girls then mm-hmm. like, we expect women to be attractive for men so then they justify mm-hmm. it so Women are then turned into products and men, the consumers. And it's the consumer that has the buying power and the power to then say what they want. Am I making sense? Yeah. So they objectify women. So I think that's where also it starts. And I agree with that statement because for me, like a simple thing, which we were speaking about last week, like this whole being a sexual being concept like a woman mm. needs to be pure. She only has to have sex with a few people. It's things like that where it's just like, so we need, because technically we need to be pure or have not slept with many people or not have had multiple sexual partners because it increases our value to men. That's literally, that's the basis of it all. And that in itself is a problem because there'd be objects that need to be consumed by men and men don't like objects that have been being consumed technically by everyone else How and i hate that i hate the fact that everything about our entire lives has, has has to revolve around men so even when you grow up you know like we would get told you can't sleep until sunrise who's going to marry you you have to learn how to cook if you don't who's going to marry you you know what i'm saying every every single little thing about everything that we are ever taught is about being appealing to men and it starts off as something as simple as that, as forcing me to learn how to cook and clean and iron and all of this shit so that I can be appealing to a man. And then before you know it, it's escalated to something as deep as the fact that I must just be appealing to him so he can feel like he doesn't have to kill me. Because if I'm not, then he can use that against me. They are taught that they have the higher hand, you know, because from the beginning, men don't learn how to cook and clean and do all that kind of shit. A woman is going to do it for you. So suddenly when you meet a woman who isn't trying to do all of that for you, or they have this weird mentality of disciplining women. And that's how they end up killing us because men look at us as little kids that they have to groom and discipline and you can do something wrong. So when I've done something wrong, God forbid, whatever the fuck that is, but when I've done something wrong in his eyes, he can discipline me. And the discipline can move from a slab to chopping me up. 
But I also think, okay, well, adding on to that is also maybe the Slobola thing. So yes, in the past, it used to mean I'm thanking the family for grooming you. But I always had the issue with like, because my family used to joke about the fact that my Lobola would be a lot because all I am is basically an educated human being. But like, I hate cooking, God forbid. I don't even have pots, girl. Like, I was about to be like, bitch, you ain't even got no pots. <laughs> but like, and that was an intentional choice from, and I've had to explain this to a lot of guys where I'm like, yeah, but I don't cook. Yeah. He's like, yeah, but like the one time I'd like you to, you know. And I'm just no. like, oh, mm-mm, mm-mm. you have there your is own no hands. one time. Um, but also, we praise men for doing these things. Like, if a man can yes. cook, it's like, oh my gosh, he's amazing. He's such a great man. And I'm like, but. You know what I hate even more about mm-hmm. those kind of things, right? Um, when men do it, they get paid for it. So a man that cooks is a chef, but a woman that cooks is just a woman. Yes. Or in the household, if a man cooks, he's earned certain rights because he's helped out. But if you cook as the girl in the house, you've just cooked. Like, just a woman. Just if he stays with his kids, he's babysitting. When you stay with them, you're, you're raising, raising the kids. Um, it's also this whole like, applauding men for being decent humans how 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 are we then saying that no if he's never hit a person oh my gosh he should be applauded if he raises his kids oh my gosh he should be applauded if he's a present father figure no 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 i i saw a beautiful tweet today from somebody who said that men all of them they benefit from the behavior of violent men so even the men that don't hit us and they don't rape us and they don't assault us and they don't do anything violent to us. They benefit from the behavior of all violent men because then they, the men that don't do anything to us, get to parade as good men in inverted commas. You know what I'm saying? So then we have to kind of look to them as the better men in society when they're doing the bare minimum because that's just the basic that's a basic behavior of a human being. As a basic human being, I don't hit somebody else. I don't kill them. I don't rape them. I just don't. That's just being a bare human being. But when men do it, when they become bare human beings, we have to keep clapping hands for them and congratulating them because the rest of the men are busy hitting us and killing us and raping us and all kinds of things. So all men, they, they all kind of just win from the behavior of violent men and that's why they will not help us fight which i think the violence i agree and i think it goes also to this um like have you noticed how men i think it's it's so irritating but have you noticed how men go into this whole um men get abused statement as well every time we bring out um like men are trash or men are you know mm-hmm. whatsoever and i think firstly this hashtag not all men honestly whatever y'all say i don't care it's equivalent to all lives matter we yes. cannot dispute that yes it is equivalent to it how do you then understand like oh <sighs> that's what bothers me right the fact that when we as black people are saying black lives matter and white people come at come at us with all lives matter. We know and we understand why that's problematic and we can articulate it. But the minute black women come with men are trash and then men when I come at us with not all men as if they don't understand why that's problematic, they know what they're saying. 
but suddenly they want to exclude themselves because black men want to relate so much to white men without the part where they get op- oppressed. So they don't want to be oppressed, but they want to be the oppressor. I don't think necessarily they want to be the oppressor, but they don't see the problem with being the oppressor. But then what they also say, because obviously I've been reading a lot about this, what they also say is that um, the issue is with Black Lives Matter, we're not saying white lives are trash. And I was like, eh, are we, are we like, so your argument is that Black Lives Matter does not insult white people. But men are trash. You feel like it insults you because you are what? You are not. You're a good guy. Is that what like you are? And for me, so we will go into like how men are trash came about and why it's so important. But the one, the one thing I read this week, which honestly related to me so much, was um, this lady was saying um, that you know when you have a snake, Kanzo, they warn you mm-hmm. about them. So they tell you that snakes, snakes are bad, snakes are dangerous, snakes are whatever. Not all snakes are Mm -hmm. anacondas, not all snakes are pythons, not all snakes are cobras. Not all of them are going to kill you. Yes, but Konzo, when you see a snake, what do you do? (laughs) Run for my life. Okay, yes, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) but like the fact that you run for your life, despite not knowing what the snake is going to do, and the fact that they warn you about snakes and like, what to do when you see a snake and how to re- how to spot which one is fine and which one isn't. No, but you don't know how to spot that, Konzo. That's the thing. No one mm. necessarily teaches you that, oh, if a snake has a spot on top of their head, um, it's not a bad snake. If Or if they were to tell me that, Konzo, you think I'm going to go look at the snake to see no, if the snake has I'm, a spot on their head? I don't have that kind of time. No. I see a snake, I run. Whether it's a... Conflicts, whatever the point <laughs> is, the snake. I'm gone. Exactly. If it was the kind that was just gonna wrap itself around me and say hi, well, the it does not matter. Something else, <laughs> dude. Do you know how many Uber rides we've had where it's like, actually, I don't feel safe here, and this is only because he was making moves or whatsoever, or like even in corporate where it's just like they make it act like your career is based on them getting favors from you, or like. Just all the injustices women go through. That's why men are trash is a thing. <sighs> Ugh. Anyway, so to like be professional about this, men are trash is a hashtag that originated off Twitter. So its real origins are not known because um, there hasn't been a certain like singular person who's been credited for creating the hashtag. But when one says men are trash, it's not just a hashtag, it's also a movement um, for the yeah. awareness of how men continuously do vile and like harmful things to women so yes maybe if i say I th- my husband cheated on me men are trash that's not that's not how you should be using it but however you i know you will bring this mm-hmm. up but it's fine i don't believe that <laughs> cheating is a form of abuse you know you're doing something to somebody and you know that it's going to affect them and it's going to hurt them it's violent against them it's some type of it, cheating has to be a form of some emotional abuse, but I understand what you're saying, and I do think that that's where we all lost it, right? The fact that we started using "men are trash" to talk about the the small stuff that when we were talking about the big things, men lost 
you know the idea of the they lost the picture so when when we talk to men and we say they are trash they always think we're talking about them cheating yes. them cheating is wrong but that's not what we're talking about we're talking about them just killing us for the sake of killing us we're talking about that five-year-old girl that gets raped what the we're talking about how going unsafe. on in your head to rape a five-year-old. Like we basically you know? talk about how unsafe women are in society. That's just women it. from girls. corporate spaces, from work home spaces, from just like every space women have been. And yes, you may say that women also cheat. Not just beating it. I mean, um, <laughs> but that's the small stuff. That's the unimportant stuff. That's the exactly. irrelevant things. The cheating is irrelevant when you compare it to to a five-year-old that gets raped and then like stabbed and left in a hole she was five you know what i'm saying but see I the also, fact that my husband cheats on me that's irrelevant compared to a five-year-old but konzo also the issue comes with for me how they like things need to be brutal for it to be like you just mentioned a five-year-old that's horrible how are you like how are you a human being doing anything of that sort and thinking it's normal and just like in your head this makes sense i don't understand it but it's also just why does gender-based violence have like gender-based violence sorry have to be a of a violent nature for you to understand that it's wrong like seho was pregnant it's horrible i don't understand any decent human being not just man any decent human being that would do anything of that sort in my head it just it was just like i don't get it she was she had a life in her but the fact that she had a life would can't be, be the only reason yeah, why like you can't be basing why you angry because she had a life you should be angry because she was a woman who got killed she was a person she was a person. Leave woman live gender out of she was a human being who, who deserved murdered. to live until the end of her life and then just murdered by somebody for no reason. Yeah. Like gruesomely so. Even if it wasn't gruesome, babes. Even if he had poisoned her. And I think for me, with the men one, it's always very problematic because men are just violent creatures and they're brutal and they're gruesome in how they murder. Babes, I read on the timeline today that someone, mm. ugh, a girl got chopped and put into a sports bag. I saw a that. sports bag, Konzo. Of all things. Then you think about Uinene, who was just going to a post office. Like, how? How? how like, and, oh, fuck. What pisses me off, over and above everything we've spoken about, is the fact that, leave the fact that the, the nature of um, the death has to be gruesome for the woman to train. Because that's the only thing that brings notice to gender-based violence is the fact that she has to trend first if she didn't trend we don't know about it we don't hear about it her story never comes alive her name doesn't make it to the list right okay fine now she's trended but men don't care unless she's related to them yes men don't men cannot fathom pain that isn't that doesn't include them. They're so selfish in the way that they think or the way that they view the world that if something doesn't concern them, they don't bother themselves with it. And and you you hear Tsuko's father, uh, sorry, uncle. uncle. He was the perfect example of that. The perfect way to depict what I'm so Tsuko's uncle was on the defense team for Usandile who went and Sandile killed Karabo. Last Put year, her in Sandile a bed. Karabo's case. Sorry? Put her in a bin. Yes! Drag the bin out. 
he chopped her up and put her in a bin. And then she found when she was found, she had been burnt a bit. She had been burned entirely, actually. And then she was just in a bin. And he was on the defense team. He heard her. Sorry, he heard him, Usandile, speak about how he would have killed her. Because obviously, you have to declare that kind of shit to your defense team so they don't get surprises in court. And he still wasn't moved. The only time he gets moved is when his family member is now hanging on a tree. And now he's like, oh, now I understand what Garabo's family was like going through. I he should have not said that. He could have just that's sat it. quiet, sat down, listened to everyone else. I feel like at that point, I was just like, why does it have to be someone related? So do I have to, God forbid, die or like have something brutal happen to me for the men in my life to then be like, fuck, this is now a problem. Can you, how long are we going to wait? So we must wait for all the men to be directly affected before they can understand the struggle. Sizofa Songe. Sizofa, while we are all going to die while we are all waiting for them to get directly affected before they can. Mina, I said this and I'm going to say it again. If any one of my family members, any men in my life wants to stand at my funeral and say the fact that, that I died is the reason why they now care about gender-based violence. They're going to get lightning from nowhere. Because what the fuck is that? It's How many people must okay. die before they understand? And for me, another thing that I really hate about this not all men movement or notion or whatever the fuck they want to call themselves is the fact that it moves the responsibility of the crime from the perpetrator to the victim. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So if I come to you now and I'm saying something happened to me and you say, and I'm like, all men are trash and you're like, not all men. Then now I have to sit and introspect and try to figure out what it is that is wrong with me or did I, 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 was I with the wrong crowd? Did I attract the wrong crowd? Was I dressed incorrectly? Was I behaving incorrectly? Or whatever the fuck it is that would make somebody harm me. Whereas, honestly, women don't need to do anything for men to kill them. Men just kill us for the heck of it. We could literally, all we need to do is just breathe and men come at us. You know what I'm saying? They come at us, they abuse us, they kill us, they rape us. And all we're doing is just breathe. So I hate not omen for that. The fact that it makes the responsibility of the crime, the victim, you know, the victim then becomes responsible for the crime and she must not try to figure out um, why it happened to her because not all men are like that. So was I interacting with the wrong crowd and all of that nonsense, which is all literally just rubbish. It's all and just bullshit. Also- I agree with that actually, and the fact that this men, well, not all, all men, hashtag arises every time we say men are trash. Men then forget that it's the fact that they're not con- like they condone certain acts amongst their friends that yes. make them trash. They forget that they honestly do know. I'm not saying all, but most. They know an incident where either their friend, if not them, has acted in such a manner that violated another girl's rights. This mm-hmm. stalker concept, for instance. Babes, do you know that? <laughs> do you remember when we learned about marinating and that it was a com- concept? The mm-hmm. idea of marinating girls when they come through to like a party or a house party. The fact that you know in your head that either your friends or whoever came up with the suggestion of like getting a lot of alcohol and putting girls in that situation and then not having consent, but then having sexual acts with them. That's already problematic. It's a rape culture. But for me, the fact that men know this, continue mm. with this, 
and they're okay with it and don't see a problem makes them trash don't get then they want to cry not all men and i'm just like but you've either been in such a situation seen such a situation or ignored other things that have happened like i just it's just i'm angry like i'm tired I'm just like how ugh. I'm exhausted. And how they get so defensive when men are trash pops up. Like, why are you defending it so much? Like, is it your ego? Is it a manhood? Um, why is it so important to defend that and not necessarily protect the woman? Especially black men who then try to play the victim when they are clearly the root of the problem here. That's and if they're not defending it, then they just go silent. Oh. I think one of the most heartbreaking tweets I saw was yesterday when um, a woman tweeted, uh, we see how men have gone silent, went silent on the TL when Jennifer's violence was being discussed, but then they want to come alive when we're trying to talk about PS5, and this man literally went, uh, we just ignored it. On, we went silent, we just ignored it on purpose. Yeah, and you can't dictate what we um, talk about. Tweets our with our phones. Oh, okay. No, I hear you. See, my thing is, I hear you. Just don't then come at us when we say men are trash because I'm not, honestly, at this point, I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, I'm also not trying to justify any of the male friends I have. Like, if you're going to be saying, oh, not all men, I'm not trying to be teaching you. So if you listened to this and you didn't Google or get more context, I'm not trying to teach you. That's the other issue. Like, we have to be the strong ones. We have to be the educators. We have to be like, why why can you not the see it, exactly and i feel like that whole black women needing to be strong for me black men concept is so profound in this case because that's when you see that they then like yeah but like oh black women are so strong for us black women are like what type i'm a cow i'm a no we all hurt it women of the soil like yes we are strong true so but don't then then use that as like yeah but like y'all can take it is that what you're really saying that's the problem the problem is that when we fight if you think of apartheid when we were fighting apartheid and i think josie tried to say something like this at um funeral where he said something about how women fight apartheid with us and then we want to come and you know we want to hurt our women that in itself is problematic for me because our woman is just we we're nobody's woman we, we are women full stop That's we don't belong to anybody we belong to ourselves you know each and every one of us belong to ourselves but men we are always standing next to them in the struggle of all the the racism issues so we stand with black men to fight the issues around racism and then they turn around and 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 um all the 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 disempowerment that they feel from racist attacks if that makes sense the bruises to their ego they take that all all of that they take it out on us so then over and above taking racism we have to take that which is how we end up in the situation of gender-based violence because we have to be so, understand- you know, when men look at us, they don't think racism affects us like that. They think they're the face of racism, like we're not black, mm-hmm. which is why, you know, I, uh, some woman was doing a study in the States um, and she was just talking and she kept on, she told people to sit if they hear a name they recognize. And the audience only said for all the black men, but nobody said for the black woman because nobody ever hears of the black woman that the, that the police abuse. 
that's so true um and also this idea that we have to consult don't you feel like you've had to shift a lot in your life to accommodate men yes like there's so much i don't do anymore just like i have a friend um, feel safe yeah i have a friend who used so she she gave me an example she jogs um but like the security guard has been acting shady so like one of the days the security guard was on duty and she had to use the emergency entrance i was like the fact that you had to be like okay this is gonna be uncomfortable i don't know how he's gonna react or the fact that she sleeps with a knife dude she showed me a photo like, of the knife like on the video call it's not like she took the knife placed it there no she legit just went to her bedroom and was like here's the knife because she dude. stays alone which we own like i'm not saying if you don't stay alone it's not as important but like Konzo, we like there's that concept as well like someone knocked at my door some other day and i think i called you and then after yeah. like 10 minutes because i was shit scared because i was like in my head okay i'm like not on the first floor so it means i'm gonna have to jump off the balcony if shit like hits the fence like how how is that our lives where we no have more. to accommodate the violent nature that men are and just like try to alter what we do or like this concept of running with pepper sprays i mean yes we're gonna recommend it but like that's not life the fact that when I go out to jog in the morning, I have to make sure you know that I'm out jogging. Yes. Konzo, so you how... know if I'm not back. I'm just, I'm hurtful of it because it feels like you're then blaming the woman for the thing. Or like this whole, if you get raped. Yeah, but like, what were you doing? Why were you there? Were Why you? were you drunk? Are you really? What were you is wearing? It, is that the question you're asking? So maybe if I was wearing a short skirt, um, you then saying, Gushuguti, I wanted it. Is that what we're then assuming? So what happens to the females that aren't wearing short skirts but still get raped? Is that what like... What happens to the little kids that are in school uniform? Like, they were dressed appropriately, but even just the whole concept of dressing appropriately is a problem because you men clearly have some an agenda against women and women. you just think that women need to be a certain way for y'all to be decent humans. Clearly. It's... It's so, it's so, I just, anyway, we never like end this without something for people to take away. So I do think, um, so we'll go to things to think about, but when Kanta and I were contemplating, yeah, when we contemplated doing this part, we then hated how it seems like it's your responsibility as a woman to do things keep safe yeah to keep yourself safe and it's not so then the idea around these tips isn't even about saying that it's your responsibility to keep yourself safe but it's just literally (laughs) if i was to put it bluntly it's literally just to be like please consider doing some of these things so that if shit hit the fan somebody knows where and how to look for you where to start Literally, that's what we say because nothing else makes sense. But also, if shit hits the fan, it's still not your fault. Don't get it wrong. We're no, not, not saying you should have done this so we can find you better. No, no. We're just saying men are clearly not going to stop what they're doing. So maybe, firstly, I'm pro. Someone on Twitter suggested this like stock fell like women's society that just like bands together it and goes around. <laughs> no, I'm done with that. Let's all go around and burn them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> honestly, I'm at that point because clearly y'all aren't getting it. Let's just put tires around their neck. 
petrol over their heads and burn them. Like, what else? I'm so okay with sounding angry because I am. I'm that angry. Um, but some of the things that we think that we must all consider um, in our relationships with somebody that you trust, um, somebody that you feel safe with, that will help you feel safer, that will help them feel like they can keep track of you so they know if you are safe. And that will also maybe help, you know, um, as the rest of the world try to get hold of you or find you or help you when things go wrong, uh, one of those is to have a safe word. So if like, for example, um, can you, like I hate ever and I hate banana bread and can you hate banana bread and ever. So our safe word could very easily be like banana bread or ever. So if she sent me a text or called me and said something about how lovely banana bread is or how lovely ever is, then I'll know, okay, no something's wrong so i'm gonna send police to where she is kind of thing um another one is sharing live locations when you're going out with men um so whatsapp allows you i think up to eight hours to share your live location and sharing your uber rides with your friends yeah Um, and i do that a lot uh every time i'm going out i'll share with her if she goes out she shares with me so yeah i definitely don't trust uber at all um, and you never know the direction that people take sometimes. So I always share my Uber rides with um, with Kanye, just so she can keep track of still heading home. But another important thing is to actually use that emergency contacts feature on your phone and have emergency emergency contacts. And iPhones allow that. I can't speak for Androids. So I am not sure. Um, but iPhones allow you to list some people as your emergency contacts. So when you go in that, even if your phone is locked, if you go on your emergency screen, their names pop up and it allows you to contact them very quickly. Also, when you try to do the SOS thing on the iPhone, they're the first people that pop up. And it mm. does kind of give you sometimes the notification to say that it's going to send a message through to your emergency contacts. So that's um, that's great. Um, but if not on an iPhone, then just speed dial people um, that you want to contact when you are in an emergency. So if you have speed dials, if you register speed dials for, speed dials for those people, then you know even in times of emergency, you can just kind of call them quickly and then they'll be able to respond. Yeah, and with that, um, and also pepper sprays, um, invest in it. I hate having to say this, but it's clearly like while jogging, jog with a pepper spray. So in case anything happens. Um, and then also we will be sharing safety numbers, which we think all of you guys should save on your phones. Um, we'll share them on our description because we realize us reading them aloud is not exactly going to help you. Um, so we'll share that there. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of conversations that still need to be had about this. Um, and we just pity we don't have time. But, like, there's a lot of things to con- not consider, but, like, chats that maybe men also need to be a part of. Um, because I, I don't know. I'm also tired of this concept of having to apologize. Like, no, I don't want to do that. We are apologizing for being alive. And I think that um, men also amongst themselves need to be having conversations about what it is that they are going to contribute to this struggle against gender-based violence. Because I don't understand why they seem to think they can just keep speaking in these spaces 
and not say anything at all. All they keep saying is, oh, yeah, dudes, we need to do better. Like, we're tired of your oaks. We need to do better. That's not going to work. That's not enough anymore. And then they use the excuse of, um, but then if you say men are trash, you then teaching, like, young boys to grow oh, up thinking that they're trash. Mm, sorry, say what? Yeah. Anyway, so this... I wish this could go on longer, but um, if you do want to like chat more or um, engage more on this topic, you can follow us on Twitter at carepackage underscore SA or Instagram at carepackage underscore SA. And we will, we will see you guys. Well, well, see you. We will hmm, chat to you guys next week. I was going to say listen to you, but we don't actually. <laughs> so yeah. But please subscribe as well. Um, like, 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 subscribe, comment. Um, anything and anything as you're listening whatever listening platform you're using please subscribe to our channel and just give us feedback anything you have to to say we are willing to hear